In these unprecedented times, we need effective immune support. That's why I'm excited to introduce two formulas that work, CV Defense and CV Acute. There's nothing quite like them. CV Defense is a daily preventative, the only supplement that delivers the six most important ingredients to optimize your immune function, including PEA, a critical molecule for long-term immunity at the cellular level. CV Acute is a fast-acting, great-tasting syrup for direct immune activation. It eliminates invaders with a fruit flower and root of patented Chinese medicine. I take it when I feel run down to fend off respiratory infections. Both products are safe, all-natural, and backed by numerous clinical trials. For more information and to order, go to TotalImmuneHealth.com and take advantage of discounts from 30 to 50% just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. That's TotalImmuneHealth.com. TotalImmuneHealth.com for the most exciting immune support products in years. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. We're talking today to T.G. Robinson, a.k.a. the Olive Oil Hunter, with the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club uh, in Part 1. He made a very, very special offer. You can try a bottle of their finest artisanal olive oil, which is normally $39 for just a dollar. No obligation to buy anything else. Just go to myfavoriteoliveoil.com. And in this segment, we're going to do a tasting, which I always look forward to because I got to say, TJ, I kind of, my discernment of olive oil is kind of on a, is very analog. It's very on like three (laughs) levels. It's like mild, medium, and strong, you know, and so I, 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 the, the nuances escape me. Uh, but, uh, I sometimes label my bottles accordingly and, you know, for various dishes, uh, I use, uh, olive oil with different qualities. Could you elaborate a little bit on, on how that might sort out, uh, where you might use one versus another? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, people think in the U S that you cannot cook with olive oil. Uh, that is, you know, an ongoing discussion and somehow that it alters it. Yeah, that it destroys it. Uh, and, and honestly, if it's a high quality olive oil that has antioxidants and polyphenols in it, it actually protects the fat as it's being heated. So I don't know who got this myth started, but if you were in the Mediterranean kitchen, uh, um, let's say in Sicily with a grandmother or in Sardinia, um, you're only going to find one olive oil or one oil in their kitchen, and that's going to be olive oil. And they're going to use it for everything. They're going to use it for grilling. They're going to use it for sautéing. They're going to use it for a dressing. For it's, I think olive oil, maybe one other oil, but olive oil I think is the only olive oil that I – cook with in my kitchen, but also use as a condiment on my table. Uh, so I imagine you've done that um, with having olive oil on your table mm-hmm. too. I know like your salmon, your salmon and salad diet. It's it's amazing when you pair it with fresh olive oil. <laughs> so, right. um, I mean, the, yeah, way, so the way I use it is uh, I just uh, grilled some salmon and I, what I do is uh, I slather the salmon with a little bit of uh, olive oil before I... Um, uh, you know, put some spices on it, some salt, uh, and then uh, and then I grill it, and you know, it 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 parts a really nice flavor to it. Sometimes fish is a little dry, so that can be helpful. 
Yes, yes. No, so the mild, medium, and bold, basically, we pair, um, you know, like pasta. Think of pasta. When you make a big tomato sauce or a hearty ragu, you pair that with a larger size pasta, like a rigatoni. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you make a very delicate sauce, say a very light cream sauce, you would you would pair that with a very delicate pasta, mm-hmm. a small one. It's kind of the same with olive oil. You pair lighter olive oils with lighter food. So the mild is fantastic with fish and chicken and, you know, depending on its flavor profile, can go with some milder pork dishes. Um, the medium, like, is great with cheeses and yeah. with, um, you know, let's say like a steak or something like that, just lighter style foods. And then the bold is great for things like Bisteca Florentina, when you char a steak on the grill mm. or you grilled vegetables or the items that you really want um, the the olive oil character to stand out. Mm. And and I, I find that most club members use their oil as kind of the backbone of their healthy cooking. Um, they see it as this um, component that, um, for example, green beans. We'll just keep it really simple. Yes. Steam some green beans, um, like the little French fresh, uh, air couvert, steam those a little bit, put them on a, on a plate, uh, just drizzle a little fresh pressed olive oil and a little salt, a little high quality salt. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like really it's a sauce that mother nature created for you. You don't need to do fancy, complicated right. kind of menus. Let the ingredients speak for themselves. And people talk about Italian cooking and how amazing it is. Well, usually in Italy, they're super simplistic recipes, but the ingredients themselves are allowed to yell and scream and, mm-hmm. you know, have full flavor. So, um, that, that's how fresh olive oil is. So yeah, there, by the I, way, there, um, there's culinary science to back that up because uh, I'm always going to go to the science side here. You're, you know, you're my uh, aesthetic counterpart here uh, yes. and you're working on the gustatory uh, culinary aspects. But um, when it comes to absorption of beneficial uh, carotenoids, these are fat soluble things. So the greens, the yellows, the reds that are naturally present in vegetables uh, are better absorbed uh, when you consume them with a little bit of oil. That, that's well documented. You know, if you just steam your, uh, I don't know, your, your collard greens or something like that, uh, okay, fine. But your absorption is going to be enhanced when you use oil uh, as a matrix for absorption. There's just something to it. So, so it's really quite fascinating that traditional wisdom and, you know, the way that we uh, have evolved to uh, prepare foods now links up with the science, the science which is only recognized in the past century or so. That's so cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know when I eat a salad, I, I, and I have a high quality oil versus, and, and these salad dressings that are out there now. The low fat ones. Read the labels. The low fat ones. Why would oh you my want gosh, a low-fat salad terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look at all the the stabilizers. Emulsifiers. And, and all, yeah. Oh, yes, and gums. I'm like, why am I putting it? Like, don't – if there's a very simple <laughs> vinaigrette recipe that is um, – I share with with my club members, but it's kind of an all-purpose vinaigrette, and, and it uses uh, fresh-pressed olive oil. But it's so simple to throw together a quick vinaigrette that you can, you know, add mustard to, add a little 
little honey to add a little fresh yep. herbs or garlic, whatever you like. But it, it's essentially um, uh, about two thirds olive oil, one third vinegar, a uh, yep. little little honey, little mustard. That's little my garlic. go-to. That's my go-to routinely. Yeah, and just dress your food in it, and you're gonna feel so invigorated after having a salad like that because it really is a delivery system for for all the nutrients in the in the the food and the olive oil. So speaking of olive oil, I have um, I want to teach your listeners how to assess the olive oil in their pantry yes. and also assess uh, olive oil in general the way a professional olive oil taster would. So I have in front of me, I have my three bottles of oil, a mild, a medium, and bold. Mm -hmm. And I have, um, I have a little three-ounce uh, white Solo cups. Uh, professional tasters actually taste in a blue glass cup. You don't want to use a paper cup. You don't want to use a Dixie cup, right? No, no paper. No, no, no paper. <laughs> Um, but the reason professional tasters use a blue glass is color actually has no impact on olive oil quality. Hmm. Now, um, the fraudsters out there in the world, they know how to add chlorophyll to bulk, low-quality olive yeah. oil and fool consumers. Yeah. So don't be duped by color. In general, early harvest fruit, which means it's picked when it's still green and retains a very high level of these polyphenols, they will be greener traditionally, as you'll see when we, we taste these. All three of these are, are quite green. But really, it's olive variety dependent. Um, some can be you know, really bright green and others can't, even though they were both early harvest. And speaking of early harvest, um, we, we should talk about what that means. Um, basically as the fruit hangs on the tree, it ripens. Uh, and there's a, typically about a one month window when you, when you can harvest the, the olives, one to two months, depending on the variety and, and the climate. Um, but during that time, that two month window, there is a, a, a spot at the beginning when it's quite green, um, but also um, I like to call it the magic window. In this magic window, you get all the, the green, the bitterness, the spiciness, all the flavor and character from that olive. But um, the problem is it's typically very low yield of oil for the farmer. Mm -hmm. So that's why most commercial olive oil that you buy out there in the supermarket is from a more ripe olive. So my, my farmers, crazy people like me come along who want the really powerful stuff. Mm -hmm. And we say, Hey, can you pick your olives when they're approximately 10% oil inside? I want them mm -hmm. at the beginning of that magic window. I'll be with them there on the farm. We're assessing the trees. So, so there's less yield, but it's higher quality. It, Exactly. And then, um, what, and if you were selling your oil in bulk by the leader, mm -hmm. you would let the olive hang on the tree for additional weeks or months. If you're really, let's say in Spain and don't want to pay anyone to harvest, you just let them fall to the ground and vacuum <laughs> them up and send them to the mill, but we mm -hmm. won't go that road. Um, but you can potentially get 25% of oil if you leave the fruit hanging on the tree. So for a farmer who has a mortgage and kids in, you yeah. know, college and this high and machinery uh you know they there are a 
just a few people around the world who will come along and say, I'm willing to step up to the plate and pay you Hmm. to get these off the tree. They're harder to harvest when they're that green. It takes a lot more work uh, and there's a lot less oil to sell. So I come along and I say, hey, I'll pay top dollar. I know my club members, they want the best stuff in the world and they're willing to pay for it. And they light up. Because this is what they make for their families and for competitions. This is the style oil that they consume, that they give to their friends. As that's not what they make. To so make they, they appreciate that's, your discernment, you know that. Uh, it, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They see the passion. They see the passion of my club members. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it's relationships. But and someone who I think they feel supported, and I think they there's a, a sense of acknowledgement on mm-hmm. their part that I'm doing the right thing. Because many of these farmers used to sell their fruit to the larger co-ops or to larger mills, and they really you know, we're just mixed with everyone else's and, you know, there was not a lot of love that was gone into the product. Yeah. Um, it it could turn you kind of cynical about the process. It, exactly. So what happened, a lot of these people got so fed up with what these larger corporations were doing with their, their grandfather's trees, fruit and great grandparents, etc., that they said, you know what, we're going to install a mill on our own farm and we're going to control this product from the ground to the tree to, you know, from irrigation to when it's harvested, how the trees are pruned, how it's pressed, how quickly it's pressed, you know, and those people like they, they're my, they're, they're my people. So those are the people I bond with and work with for the club. Um, sorry to go geeky on that. Do you suffer with chronic pain? Are you taking risky over-the-counter or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? This is Dr. Ronald Hopp with a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin is used to possibly reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling, and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory responses. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Don't live with pain when there's an all-natural, science-based remedy that works. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Uh, so, um, so these three oils are from Chile. Uh, it's the Southern Hemisphere harvest, so it's the opposite of the Mediterranean. So, um, for this was my June shipment. So, my club members got this uh, in the middle of last month. It was harvested in Chile in mid-May uh, and flown to the U.S. and then uh, sent to my club members. They, um, the mild, medium, and bold. The first one I want to, and, and before we actually taste anything, we're going to do some smelling first so okay. don't taste anything yet but okay. the Denise Longavin which is the the mild selection I just want to smell that and talk to your listeners about what we're what we're smelling for okay I'm opening it up mm. 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 so beautiful it's like grassy there's yeah. hay grassy there's like is a good word for it yeah sweet green apple, um, butter lettuce. So what we're smelling for, so what we're assessing for right off the bat is what we call as a professional taster, fruitiness, 
fruitiness. So this fruitiness that we're smelling for could be grassy, herbal, um, you know, all those kind of characteristics, um, because that tells you it's alive. And also we're assessing that there are no defects in the oil. So we don't want to smell whiny or briny or fusty or musty, all these, you know, terms that, that professional olive oil tasters use. We want it to be clean. Um, and very few olive oils in the world are really clean. Uh, so this is a great example of a beautiful clean oil. So that's what we're smelling for is fruitiness. So that's what we're doing on that one. And then we can actually taste the Denise because we um, we'll do that together so you don't you don't cough. But how you okay. taste. So, uh, again, I've got it in this small cup. I probably have about a tablespoon in the bottom of my I, cup. I don't have a professional cup. I have, do you mind if I use a shot glass? It's clean. Don't worry. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. And I hold my hand, the palm of – I hold the glass in the palm of my hand and I swirl the cup around. And the reason I do that is because it warms the oil. It brings out all the aromas. It's it's like when you put it on fresh bread or drizzle it on um, green beans. Like that's what you know brings the the aromas alive. Like you smell the olive fruit basically. So what what I would like for you to do is take about I don't know half a teaspoon mm-hmm. um, and and place on your palate and just kind of chew it a little bit. Okay. And what you want to look for when you taste olive oil is bitterness. Bitterness tells you that it was from green fruit. If it's not bitter, like a green tea or a walnut or, um, you know, let's say some other uh, like bitter greens, um, then it's not from early harvest fruit. And then the next thing you want to do this, is swallow it. Yeah, yeah this is ahead. mild. This is mild. You know, I'm it's getting mild. a little bit of the bitter notes, but I'm, I'm getting a little yeah. bit of that, <clears throat> you know, in the back of my throat from it. There it is. That's that's the cough. So that is the next thing you should look for, this spiciness. This spiciness is the polyphenols. And as we go up in levels of olive oil, as far as mild, medium, and bold, the bolder olive oils will be higher in polyphenols. So when you get to those, um, I was once standing in, in a mill with some Tuscans, and they're, they're, um, we're assessing some olive oil, and, and I started coughing. And they're like, oh, TJ, that's a three-cough oil. Like uh-huh. there's a one-cough oil a two cough oil and a three cough oil but that's how you know people in those mediterranean areas can classify super high quality olive oil is um by that level of spiciness uh, so where you're looking for fruitiness you're looking for bitterness and you're looking for spiciness those are the three things you have to look for when you're trying olive oil so when you're assessing olive oil i'm going to taste a little taste of that myself um because i haven't had this in about a week so let me give it a hmm. so I kind of chew it I see what you're saying it's um so with this one I said um, my tasters and I detected green apple mm-hmm. green banana almonds vanilla sweet baking spices celery and butter lettuce round and luxurious in the mouth evoking artichoke melon hazelnuts and a ginger like spiciness and a throat tickling pepperiness of watercress straddles fruitiness and bitterness with finesse expect a a protracted spicy finish 
Pair yeah. this versatile olive oil with eggs, dairy, including yogurt, smoothies, fantastic in smoothies for that delivery system yeah. you talked about. Um, vanilla ice cream, um, mild finned fish such as cod or sole, shrimp mm-hmm. or lobster, simple pasta dishes such as cacio pepe, mild cheeses, chicken, fresh corn, melon, and prosciutto, um, white rice. I'd bake with it too. Quick breads and lemon bars, mm-hmm. for example. Most people don't realize you can bake yes. with olive oil. Yeah. Extra yeah. virgin. High quality extra virgin olive oil. Like, okay, I'm going to tell a little secret. My wife hopefully won't won't be upset with me. But we were having a little get together on July 4th. And she's like, oh, I'm going to make olive oil brownies for our guest. And I was like, great. Why don't you just go pick up a box of like King Arthur or Ghirardelli, you know, (laughs) brownie mix, put some olive oil in it. I tell you, people were complimenting those brownies like they were the best thing. <laughs> like it was like, you know, but it's it's very simple. It's a fat upgrade. Like you don't need to when you make baked goods, you don't need to use low quality fats. You can mm-hmm. use olive oil in all your baking needs, and it's fantastic um, because it it adds a lot of flavor and it pairs well with chocolate too, especially the bold one. So Alonzo is the next one. Mm-hmm. That's the the uh, medium, and this one has. Um, it's got an olive variety in it called uh, Pequal, and I love Pequal. It's from uh, Spain. It's, I, can, I can tell right away it's, most- it's stronger and more aromatic, <laughs> even just stronger. opening the bar. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's green. I mean, it's yeah. when you look at grassy the Grassy is the and word the, I would use uh, for this, yeah. <laughs> it's super grassy, like almost grass. like a crushed arugula or something like yes. that like it's really you know strongly green um yeah I, I say it's emerald green and simply intoxicating i think it smells like tomato leaf with sweet basil a little lime zest fennel kiwi arugula with green peppercorns waft from the tasting glass this oil is even more exciting in the mouth proffering fresh baby spinach, radicchio, pesto, rosemary, wild forage greens, pine nuts, and Szechuan peppercorns. A spectacular, perfectly calibrated oil that will will tempt you to drink it straight from the bottle or flaunt it at the farmer's market. <laughs> Imagine it mm-hmm. on vine-ripened tomatoes oh, or yeah. their derivatives like tomato sauce, gazpacho, bruschetta, eggplant, parmigiana, or pizza. Try it in pesto, on dark leafy greens, grilled beef or pork, white beans, artichokes, roasted potatoes, or root vegetables, sourdough bread, and cooked grains. So, yeah, after reading that, now I really have to taste it. So you have to fill in the gap here while I taste this because it smells so good. No, I'm cheating because I'm looking at the color. Um, and I'm getting that pronounced bite in the back of my throat, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. which will dissipate. Wow. But um, Absolutely. Polyphenols are there. I'm yeah, big time, big time. <laughs> it's nice. It's, it's, it's really nice. It's beautiful. But when you taste that oil compared to store-bought oil, there's no going back. There's I a mean, world of difference, taste, absolutely. It's like, what, what? yeah, you're going to have that same epiphany that I had, uh, you know, which is, you know, I learned the four, uh, like, super, the most important words you can remember about olive oil is the fresher, the better. Um, and, and I've just stuck to that throughout my um, career. 
So the third one is it's called Agronomo. I, it's got a really cool label on it. Um, this Beautiful. is in yeah. honor of an agronomist. Um, so this is an agronomist uh, who manages the farm. You talked about you know how much water the fruit had. Well, typically, if it's a, a year where there's a lot of drought, then you actually get higher polyphenol levels in your final olive oil. Yeah, it so kind of challenges the plant's defense system. There's a there's a principle there. Also, in wine growing, is that um, it's called the, the the substances are called phytoalexins. These are antioxidants that the plant makes to defend itself from pests or fungus or uh, climactic challenge. And it, it uh, having a little bit of climactic, like a like a cold snap or a drought, part you know temporary drought, it 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 uh, amps up the nutritional quality. Absolutely. That difference in temperature in day and night is a huge difference in, in olive oil. The trees that have to struggle. I have a farmer who has this crazy soil in the Douro. He's in the Douro Valley in Portugal, um, the upper Douro, and he has like really crazy soil. Um, and, and the tree really has to struggle. And the aromas and the flavors and the polyphenols in his olive oils are just incredible. But you're absolutely right that that translates into the final product because when there's more water inside the fruit at the time of harvest, when it's being pressed, the water, when it's separated from the fat, we talked about it, it's only 10% pretty much is is high quality olive oil. The rest is is pit and, and waste water that comes out of the fruit. But if there's a high level of water inside the fruit at harvest time, then that, that washes away some of the polyphenols in the production process. So I look for agronomist to understand to turn off the water or pray a lot to keep mother nature from giving mm -hmm. us a lot of water um, but i always say mother nature owns like 51 percent of the company <laughs> because <laughs> right. i'm at her mercy right. um but um so agronomo let's taste this one this yep. is a variety um that was brought to chile from uh from puglia uh it's an italian variety called coratina i it's kind of like um it's a pretty bold uh, olive variety that's known to be kind of nutty. I'm going to smell it myself. Mm, smells really nice, green and grassy, fragrant. Um, listen, let me read my tasting notes. I say this, is, I say, this chartreuse colored oil is, is herbaceous and delightfully grassy on the nose. Inhale and you'll enjoy the fragrance interplay of almonds, celery, artichoke arugula and dark leafy greens i'm definitely very harmonious from this. yeah oh great uh very harmonious on the palate summoning associations of fresh hops basil lime zest green tomato celery and nasturtiums walnuts chopped flat leaf parsley and pungent white pepper the latter flavors the long finish Eggs and bell peppers will be among the first things I try with this bold, beautiful oil, perhaps paired with a salad of baby kale and walnuts. Other delicious options include pasta puttanesca or ratatouille, tuna, sardines, salmon, duck, game meats, lamb, aged cheeses, grilled or roasted vegetables. So it, it can stand up to strong flavors. It really can. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Mm. Mm, that's really good. 
Oh, that's oh, it's so flavorful. Oh, I'm so excited. I, you know, I, I, I tasted these oils back in, you know, mid May when I selected them and to see them, you know, almost a month and a half, two months later, just still standing up so beautifully. It tells you how well they were made, the quality of the fruit. Um, and I'm getting and a little bit of a walnut quality from this too, you know, yeah. It, yeah, exactly. I find Coratina to be quite nutty. Um, it's it's sometimes a little hazelnut or that bitterness can be a little bit like Nutella with like yep. hazelnut and like bitter chocolate. Um, but it, it's a really beautiful – I mean all three of these oils are from one farm in Chile. I focused on one farm uh, and I worked with a, a, a lady who's a professional taster who I've known for a, a really long time. Her name is Denise Longavin. And you can read all about her and the story and why I chose this farm and the challenges of the season and you know how I was able to overcome it uh, and get the oil to the U.S. in the pressing report, um, which teaches people how to use the oil. And really, um, you know, I think you compared it to, um, is it the, the Peter Peterman catalog? The Jay Peterman was- catalog. Yeah. I mean, it is very much like that because, I mean, those of us who are old enough to remember and Jay Peterman became a character on Seinfeld, you know, was you'd get like a piece of clothing like and he said, yes, I found this in an exotic, uh, you know, uh, flea market in Tunisia. And, you know, and I decided to, uh, you know, purchase 500 of these uh, old Tunisian army, uh, you know, jackets. <laughs> and you know, There'd be on and on and on. And, you know, it. like the whole provenance of the thing became a, you know, like fascinating. And uh so he actually became a character on side. But well, you're sort of, I guess, the Jay Peterman of, uh, of olive oil. <laughs> well, thank you. I definitely take that as a big compliment. No, yeah. it's a lot of fun. You know, I, when the producers, I obviously send them a copy, uh, you know, right at publishing time, uh, they get a copy of it. And they're just so proud. Uh, uh, most of the time, they have no access to the American market. Um, they have no access yeah. to the level of consumer that my club members are they send it they they get an order in via email they'll you know get what they get they just put it i mean i'll have their name on it it'll be a good product but they'll ship it off and you know it'll probably sit in a on a cargo boat for a while and then it'll move to a warehouse or a distribution center for a few months and then it'll go to a supermarket where it'll sit under fluorescent lights for months and you have or, no idea what you you're know. buying i mean and you know i used to just buy on the label and like you can, yeah. you know, it was just yeah. a matter of label design. And, you know, how, how do you know that you're getting a good quality olive oil or, or just a, you know, a great label design, an appealing label and, you know, bottle shape and bottle color and all that stuff and price point? Because you look at, you know, like three bottles and one is like, you know, $45, that's too expensive. And the other one is like $8. Oh, that's got to be cheap crap, you know. So you kind of, you, you triangulate, you know, it's, so well, I'll take the, right. the, you know, the, the $28 bottle. You know, and that's unfortunately how even the best of us uh, consume olive oil. So you are a like a real uh, sommelier of, of olive oil, and you help us uh, discern, you know, the highest quality olive oil. It's a great service. Yeah. Uh, one the, the, one final note is, it, how do you sure. store olive oil so it stays fresher longer? I'm worried. I got. I just opened three bottles for this tasting. Uh, I want uh, it to last for as long as possible. Although, you know, my family will descend on me and say, "Hey, did you get any olive oil deliveries?" <laughs> Of course they will. Of course they will. Because once you get spoiled with the good stuff, you really can't go back. But um, so one thing you want to buy your olive oil in dark glass, um, a dark bottle. Uh, Light kills olive oil. So light 
time, temperature, uh, air kills olive oil. So um, I keep mine in their bottle, these glass, dark glass bottles that I deliver them in. I keep them in a cool, dark spot. And if they're, let's say you're going to have one, and, and most of my members find that they, if they're a family of four, they use one large, because there's two membership levels. There's the 500 ml bottles and the 250 ml bottles. So most couples who cook at home, it's just two of them, they go with the 250 ml option. Mm-hmm. And most, you know, larger families or people that cook a lot or just consume it as a little shot each day or in their smoothies, they'll go with the larger format, the 500. Um, but most of those folks, they go through about a bottle a month. So it just kind of works out because uh, my shipments come to – are delivered uh, every three months to my club member that about the time you're wrapping up your, your bottle, then here comes the next shipment. So you're set for the next quarter. Um, but what, what I would do is um, cool, dark place. If there is one that you're not going to use for several months now, Dr. Hoffman, since you have opened it, I would put the lid back on it and – I would um, maybe pop it in my refrigerator mm-hmm. and then uh, a few months later when I'm ready to use it, say a month later, two months later, um, just pull it out of the fridge and right. leave it on your counter. So, so refrigeration, th- this is a misnomer that refrigeration damages it. It just makes it harder to pour, but you can't that, store it that, that way, right? It does because olive oil is actually made up of a lot of different compounds. There's different kinds of fats and waxes in there from the olive itself. And mm-hmm. every olive variety, like it's funny, it, my, my, um, decent no my march shipment sometimes it's really cold when i send out my march shipment and one of the olive oils you'll look at it and it's got looks kind of like a lava lamp and it's got some little like like bubbles floating but that's just the natural fat congealing um and that's totally okay it doesn't hurt it at all i don't like to store it and use it you know quickly out of the fridge it's not necessary with an oil that's this high quality because the antioxidants they actually protect it and keep it from oxidizing. So like when I cook with it, I fry my morning eggs in olive oil. Um, I use um, a, a quick cooking tip for olive oil. You want to um, put your pan on the stove. You want to heat up your pan to, let's say, medium, if that's what you want to do. You then add the olive oil, then add the food. And I do it in that order. I don't put the pan on the stove, put the olive oil, walk around, try to yeah, find my meat, exactly. let it start right. to smoke. I don't do any of that. Yeah. I, I hot pan, oil, food. That's the order of things. Um, so, so do that and also look for harvest dates. If you're shopping in the supermarket, try to go to a place where you can actually taste the oil before you buy it because you want to look for fruitiness, bitterness, and spiciness. Or the best thing of all is just try the sample bottle for a buck. You'll know exactly. Yep, let's what talk about that offer. You can try a bottle is. of uh, TJ's finest artisanal olive oil. It's normally $39 for just a buck special offer to get our intelligent medicine listeners acquainted with the olive oil club. Uh, it's no obligation to buy anything else. Free sample virtually just go to my favorite olive oil.com. My favorite olive oil.com. TJ, thank you very, very much for, you know, and it's amazing. You just maintained such a high level of enthusiasm and commitment to this project. Uh, it's been a great enterprise. It's been a great ride with you over the years and we really appreciate what you're doing. Hey, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. And keep 
keep you know educating consumers on the health side and I'll, I'll keep educating on the taste side and I look forward to having you guys along for the adventures of the olive oil hunter so come come join us i look forward to it indeed myfavoriteolivooil.com thanks tj i'm dr ronald hoffman and this is the intelligent medicine podcast as an intelligent medicine listener you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine safe and effective but vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com.